Good evening and welcome to another edition of Rev. My name is Lori Enright and we are so excited that you've joined us for the next 30 minutes. At any time, if you have any questions you'd like for us to answer, send us a quick email to rev, R-E-V, at eaglecountryonline.com. Special thanks to Mark Kramer and our friends at Kramer's Beer House for making the show possible. Visit the Beer House for lunch or dinner seven days a week on State Route 128 in Cleves. David Vaughn here from Rev Radio, and Lori and I are so excited to come to you and wherever you are at tonight. Uh, we just finished Thanksgiving, and uh, so I'm hoping that uh, wherever you spent Thanksgiving, it was pleasant. I've noticed a phenomenon, by the way. People are not just eating in their house anymore. More and more restaurants, Lori, mm-hmm. are opening up, and people, I mean, you. I don't think you get in Cracker Barrel. I mean, people uh, don't want to cook or clean, or I have a theory that they just don't want their relatives in their house. Well, <laughs> you could be right, but coincidentally, as you say that, on there's been, you know, as, as families kind of change over the years and, and some people pass away, unfortunately, and you yes. see that table change, uh, my Thanksgiving dynamic has changed, and coincidentally, the um, I split it between families, and the um, lunch session with a family was um, at Cracker Barrel. Now, how about that? See, I yeah. didn't even know that. So but we you, don't chat. Yeah, no, this is yeah. a host chat. Yeah. you know, this was so we weren't we didn't plan this, and then later on go to you know another in home like at a grandma's house type yeah. of Thanksgiving. So but, a little bit of both. Yes, a little yeah. bit of both. Do you think people? Uh, Eat lunch together or dinner together? Is that about half and half? In my world, it was always more of a dinner, like a four or five o'clock early type of dinner. Um, That's really been for all holidays. So I always think it's interesting when people do a lunch. Now, for my family to do the lunch, it's my my stepsister lives in Bloomington. Hmm. So they come in the night before and we go kind of do the earlier thing so that they can get back home at a reasonable time because – for some reason, they just don't love our area quite the same not, as I do. Not the same. You have any favorite Thanksgiving memories or anything like that? <sighs> you have like a dish that uh, your family, your parents loved? Or? Well, the dish I always make and take to grandma's for both Thanksgiving and Christmas is corn pudding. Corn pudding. People like and the I noticed the you didn't I bring make. me any of that today. Well, I so. am trying to watch your waistline. <laughs> Thank you. I need somebody <laughs> looking out for that. I need to live long. Yeah, I remember uh, eating my mom's uh, sweet potatoes and Mashed potatoes. I only like and, I like sweet potatoes now. That was never a favorite. Yeah. When I was younger, I really loved, and I still do, the green bean casserole. Oh, um, a lot of people be having. A lot of people had that this last Thursday, I'm sure, mm-hmm. and then probably uh, spent a lot of time uh, Friday recuperating, maybe shopping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spending money. Not I, me. Not no you. Shopping now. You're probably wise. You probably saved your wife. I worked, and actually. I worked yeah. and made money instead Even of better. spent money. Even better. So, I, hey. I, we were invited to spend Don and I years ago uh, with some family friends in North Carolina Thanksgiving. So we had a great Thanksgiving. And then the next day, uh, now this was before all the cyber activity took place. But it was Black Friday, and uh, we were at dinner, and these ladies who were at we were the host of where we are. They said, well, we got to go to bed. And it was like 8 o'clock. And I said, well, what, why is that? We got to be at the store at 4 a.m. They got up 
and got to a store in front of it to open it up at 4 a.m. I've done it before. And Never. I thought, oh, my gosh. that They were committed. I don't know what kind of deal. That, that was a great principle I learned right there, by the way, about people. I bet you've seen it in the radio station. I bet people in Eagle Country have seen it, too. Here's the principle. People do what people want to do. Yeah. Because how many things are you not going to get up for four, at 4 a.m. That's a. what I'm for? saying. For me, it's going to be uh, golf. <laughs> you know, but for some it's shopping. So I, I always tickle as we say, I just can't get up and get to church. But, you know, boy, I'm there at 4 a.m. when the store opens, you know, the day after Thanksgiving. Have you gone Black Friday shopping before? I avoid it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, if you get all your shopping done ahead of Thanksgiving, then you can enjoy Christmas. We're going to have a show about that. And you could have on the Eagle Country auction, but I'm always a bigger supporter, especially in our area here, yeah. of small business Saturday. Yes, I've heard which about was that. yesterday. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, small business people, I mean, that's important. And that's a big, that, that's a, a, a phenomenon and a, a movement that's really growing every year. It's it's really cool to see. I'm um, happy to so hear that, especially in Eagle Country yeah. with Lawrenceburg or all these mm, the small please. town and small town people yep. it makes a big difference i know mark Kramer again sponsors our small show we're owner. small business owner and uh, god's blessing him it's becoming a bigger business mm-hmm. uh and so i hope you'll take advantage of his restaurant and visit some of the you'll, you'll be a patron of a lot of the folks uh there around eagle country i'm thankful for eagle country i'm thankful for a lot this thanksgiving weekend i really am i you know, I have much to be grateful. I started making a list. Okay. Would you like to hear my gratitude list? I would. So I think uh, if you're listening tonight and, you know, the turkey's over now, you're eating, eating leftovers, and, you know, for some people, that's that's bummer. they got to have it fresh. Well, and but. if you had two meals like me or a full meal that you were able to make, then right there you are blessed. Yeah. I think a lot of single people might have been a little lonely on Thanksgiving, and that they might have gone to a restaurant mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully you had a good one and you were able to choice. So if you're listening and you're kind of saying, okay, it's Sunday night, December, you know, it's coming, uh, Thanksgiving's over and you're kind of at a lull between you before you start your next big run and run into the holidays, you might think about writing down your own gratitude, thankful list, because I have found that the happiest people are grateful people. It's an attitude of gratitude that permeates their life. Ungrateful people are never, ever happy. They're, they're always murmuring. They're grumbling. So it's the idea of are you going to be a griper or are you going to lean into gratitude? Uh, so one of the things that you can do, one of the practices, we might call it gratitude exercises, is to just make a list of the things you're thankful for. So I just jotted this down, like right before the show, and that might be the best thing to do. Uh, first of all, I'm happy. I'm, I'm gratitude. I'm thankful for my health. You know, I'm, I'm fairly healthy. You are too. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us in Eagle Country, you know, I know we have woes. As you get older, you know, you, stuff doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Crazy things happen. Hurts a little. You know, hurts a little more. Stuff happens. But overall, you and I are here. We're, we're living. We're breathing. Mm-hmm. We, we don't dread uh, the future. Uh, and I was just even thinking, if I could drill down even more, how grateful I am for the senses that I have. I think I took that for granted. Uh, the ability to taste mm-hmm. is, like, really good. We got a guy in our church who can't smell and taste. A virus hit him, and he, he, cannot, he can't taste or smell anything. And I never realized how, how tragic 
That is because wow. you think about Thanksgiving or you think about any meal, family. So it doesn't matter what you eat. It doesn't matter. So, you know, I, I would think, man, that would be good for me. I'd lose weight fast. But think about what you would lose. So I'm thankful I can taste. I can smell. I think that's a, a great thing. I can hear. You know, I, I listen to Eagle Country. You know, yeah. I listen to uh, songs that I like. Christmas season's coming. I listen to some Sometimes of those. Sometimes you too. sing songs. I, you heard about you that? You have a voice. Did you hear about that? Oh, I did hear about that. We're going to save that for another day. Oh, oh okay. We're going to yeah. save that for yeah, another day. Yeah, I, uh, I did sing not long ago in church. See, you never know what you miss if you don't come to Whitewater Crossing. A singing preacher. Who ever heard of such a thing? You know, I think the, uh, I mean, I was floored. <laughs> I know. So. I got your text. I got your text. Oh, my gosh. So why and is then David? I thought Gre- I was so floored I forgot to record it. Yeah, why is David grabbing that mic? I know, but why is that? But the, nobody coming back to sing except David in the band. Why is it? Yeah. So anyway, you could tune in to our uh, November. I think it was eleventh. Uh, let me see. I think November eleventh service. You can hear a, a little David Vaughn covering Glenn Fry and the Eagles song. And we may have. Um played a little segment of that on Eagle and put it on our Facebook page for people. I did not know that. Wow. You're not on Facebook, but... Well, I'm not. I probably should. I'm (laughs) counting on people like you to tell me, but yeah, I enjoyed it. And uh, if you come any Sunday, 930, 1115, no telling what you might... You never know. You never know what you're going to have. But I'm grateful to sing. I'm grateful to hear. I'm grateful to see. I gave the illustration last Sunday... Uh, there in our service about that and uh, about contacts and whether you can see or not. But I'm grateful to be able to see people and experience life and, and all these senses, you know, even the sensation of being feeling pain is a blessing. Uh, you don't realize if you can't feel pain, you're in big, big trouble. In fact, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you a story here uh, from the Bible about some guys who couldn't feel pain and, and were also ungrateful. They were called lepers back then. Leprosy affected their extremities, and they couldn't feel pain. They would be near a fire, catch on fire, wouldn't even know it. So I know some of you in Eagle Country, you're in pain right now, and you're thinking, well, like, this is the worst. You know, not really. God speaks through the pain. It's a, it's a blessing to be able to hurt. It means you care. And all sunshine makes a desert. That's what somebody told me. So you know, you got to have the storm to appreciate the sun. Uh, so I just wrote down health and senses. Maybe some of you all have something like that in your health. Maybe God healed you this year of something. Uh, lots to be grateful for. So I put health. I put wealth. I'm like, compared to the rest of the world, me and you, Lori, unbelievably wealthy. Mm-hmm. I mean, in America, it's not like it's where we're going to eat, not if we're going to eat. Yep. It's what are we going to wear, not if we got something to wear. Um, you know, I don't know how many pairs of shoes I got, and I'm not a big shoe guy. My, my latest deal, Skechers, man. These things are comfortable. So if you're looking like to buy, thank you. I like them. They're comfortable. If did you, Donna pick them out? Uh, you know, she did help. Yeah, yes. I yeah. You, you gotta. <laughs> I'm grateful for her too. That's a whole. That's a whole nother list. But yeah, if you're looking for something for your Eagle Country Rev host, David Vaughn, Skechers. I'm ten and a half. Just so you know. But anyway, I'm I'm, I'm grateful for my wealth, the the ability to earn income, the mm-hmm. ability to uh, to give. I'm grateful to be able to give. Uh, but I, I, I don't worry about the things that my dad's generation or his 
parents' generation had to deal with. Uh, I, I, I don't have trouble making my house payment or paying rent or having a car that I know is going to run. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many things. I, I You only have to go back a generation in my family, just one generation. They were up a holler somewhere in Horse Branch, literally. That was the name of the road in Catlettsburg, Kentucky. It, depression, poor, itinerant, indentured servants, basically, mm-hmm. was my mom's family on a farm. Uh, look what one generation, because of that hard work of that greatest generation, produced. So uh, we're, we're very wealthy, and I think we get a little spoiled, and you only have to go on a mission trip to find out how, how blessed you are. So I wrote down wealth Well, on I read in a, in a book recently that we got here at church that I think I was supposed to read a long time ago, but I'm just now reading it, so <laughs> well, don't tell. Well, you know, you're a lady um, doctor. The... the uh, was it how to be rich, but it's not about what yes. you have, it's what you do with it? Yes, how to be rich. What a yeah. great book. Yeah, and one of the things that was listing things, you know, how, how you know you're rich, and it says, you know, if you're frustrated because you got to call the plumber or the repairman, you're rich because you have indoor plumbing to call the plumber to come fix when it's not working. First and I'm world, like, what a first world first problem. World problem. Yep. Yeah, bad cell coverage. If First your car breaks problem. down, you're rich. You have a car, and you, you can afford yes. to get it fixed. It might not be convenient. Y- yes. Well, I-, I think most Americans are are spoiled way beyond what they would admit. Mm-hmm. But it's just something to put on your gratitude list. I put down church. You know, obviously, I'm a little biased because this is where I work. It's what I love to do. I'm a, a pastor uh, at a wonderful church. I'm great. There's so many blessings of a church that's working right. When the church is not working right, it's horrible. And ours it, is working right. Ours yeah. is working right for the most part. Every once in a while, you know, we, we're not perfect here. We we're humans and we make mistakes. But this is a very healthy church, and I'm grateful for that. Grateful for God. I mean, I could just list all these things that God has done. And a lot of people, maybe you in Eagle Country, you like blame God for stuff, and it's really not His fault. It's the devil. It's maybe you. You know, it's maybe something you did, and you said, God, you did that. Uh, But God is, like, really big, and he's really powerful, and he's really good, and he is a good God. He wants what's best for you. I wrote down family, obviously, my wife and my kids and my my grandkids. My grandkids are like, you're not there yet, Lord, but I'm just telling you, grandkids are a reward for not killing your kids. I mean, it really is. I love. If I'd have known they were that good, I'd have had them first. I mean, it's really good. So Alex in Brooklyn and, and my, my, my son Tyler and daughter Amanda, wife Donna, this is just great. I, I, I love my mom. Uh, my dad's in heaven now, but I still every day thank God for him. And so some of you I know you probably ran into your family at Thanksgiving, and that's why you don't want to have them but once a year. Mm-hmm. But you only got one family. It might be dysfunctional, but I would say that if you go back and read the Bible— there, every family in the Bible was dysfunctional. There's are no like perfect families allowed. Uh, so I love that that it showed their weaknesses or vulnerabilities, warts and all. So your family's good to you, and there's probably something to be thankful for with your family. Uh, for those who are single, uh, you know, in Eagle Country, uh, if you're dating someone that's uh, healthy and and maybe wealthy too, uh, or someone who's spiritual, you ought to mm-hmm. thank God for that. And maybe, maybe this is the year where God will help you meet the person, the man, the woman that maybe will fulfill some 
need in your life there. And so even if you're single, you have a family. You have a mom, dad. For sure you have a church family mm-hmm. uh, that, that can care about you. So I put down, now this is strike because it's starting to get cold. I put down heat. I'm like, I'm grateful for Me heat. Me too, absolutely. You know, electricity went out in a lot of Eagle Country areas. Days. Uh, days. Yeah. And you don't realize, man, the value of heat, warmth, a hot shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, man, these are all things we take for granted. It's a first world thing, maybe. But I'm thankful for my car. I'm thankful for my work. Uh, I'm thankful for the the change of weather. Even I mean, I I will be complaining in just a few weeks. Help so me. So you're really, this. really pushing the limits uh, yeah. here. Come January and we do this show February, I'll be saying, God, come on. But I am grateful we live in a, a region where we experience all four seasons. Mm-hmm. Feels like we like shifted right into winter with no fall, but I, I, God knows what he's doing. I'm thankful for golf. That's my big hobby, you know. Uh, I love playing that. I lo- I'm thankful for coffee. I'm a big coffee guy. I'm thankful for friends. I'm thankful for you, Lori. I mean, look at look at how Eagle Country and this show has evolved since we started. Yeah, and, it's incredible. Uh, I've been watching you grow. I'm so proud of how how far you have come. Well, you too. And I would have never thought that five years ago when I stepped foot in this church that this is where we would be doing this and somebody would allow us to talk, yeah. gab about whatever we feel like talking I, about on the radio. I know. It's pretty well, cool. Well, somebody said we plan and God laughs. You know, so God knows, but I'm I'm thankful for good friends here in the church. I'm I'm thankful uh, for people that love me, whether I'm the preacher or not, or whether I have a good sermon or whether I sing or not. You know, uh, we've got some really great friends not only here in this area but in the country. I'm thankful for books. I know that's one of my wife's love languages. She loves to read. I'm thankful I can even read. I mean, think about that. Thank God for our teachers, the education we have. That, that we can actually read and and uh, learn and grow. I'm mm-hmm. thankful for that. Uh, thankful for the gift of laughter. I like I like to laugh. I know you do too. You like to laugh. I do like. Uh, to. So I'm thankful for Eagle Country. I'm thankful for Mark Crimer. I mean, I just started like making a list of all these things that I was thankful for, and it's quite the list. So it is. I'm I'm looking at the list as long. It is, isn't it? So what do you think, is there anything I left out that you would say, man, that that's uh, it, that resonated with me? Any of those things that you that you like? And now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a, a story from Jesus here in just a minute. Well, I'm thankful for the show. Um, the show means a lot to me. Hmm. Um, it's kind of nerve-wracking sometimes getting on and trying, yeah. and being vulnerable, trying to be vulnerable because it's not always easy yeah. to do that. Especially when you have a tough week. Sorry yes, and that that happens to me, and it's like, okay, you just got to pull it together here and, and get on there. But no, um, thankful for the church, for my friends. Um, I'm thankful for just people that have really been there for me mm. lately has has meant a lot. Um, and you do find out who your friends are when you go through those tough times. Don't you do, you, you yeah. do, and you find out too that um, a, a good friend of mine who's a, a great. Christian woman, Roseanne Moore. She needs oh, to come yeah. on the we show sometime. Roseanne. Love Roseanne. She yeah. said to me that God gives you different people for different reasons and different seasons. Mm. And that, you know, people, you have different people for these different reasons. And some people aren't going to be the best to support you in one, in, in a certain season where they might be in another. And I, I really had to 
evaluate that lately and, and think, you know, this person just might not be the right person for this season. Because um, it's easy in hard times to get frustrated and, and you know, to want to be mad. So um, thankful for my health, yes. Um, despite having some issues, I am generally quite healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. For my cat, Jasmine. Now, see, I, that wasn't I on know. my list. So I, I, I do have a dog. It's more my wife's dog, but I do like my dog. I do like yeah. my dog. So thankful for well, pets I'm... and a job, you know, having a job that I get yeah. to enjoy and work with so many people and, and meet new people all the time and have good connections. And, and this area, I love this area. Yeah. And just the generosity I've seen over the last few weeks, um, you know, through just different organizations and people really stepping up and, and getting involved in the community and, and just wanting to help out is, is cool. I think by and large people are thankful and grateful people in our area. Uh, I think that, uh, that I have a bias that people are kind at heart. It may not always show it. You have to work not to be not to be kind, I, I, but I've been called naive before. But anyway, let me let me read you this section of scripture because I think it sinks to Thanksgiving in so many ways, uh, and it's from Luke chapter seventeen. And <clears throat> this is uh, tragically how a lot of people, when they've been blessed by Jesus with something, they forget all about him. So here's how it's set up: it says now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. Now, Samaria and Samaritans, if you know anything about the Bible here in, in Eagle Country, you may not know that, that they, the Jews hated the Samaritans, and the Samaritans hated the Jews. The Samaritans were like half-breeds, the Jews considered them to be. So it's like, it'd be like walking, let's say that uh, the Indiana line was uh, Samaria, and mm-hmm. uh, you know Aurora, Lawrenceburg, Bright, those all Samaritans lived there. And then anything on Cleve's side or out 50 side, that was like the Jews. So Jesus is traveling right along the border of Indiana and Ohio. It's on State Line Road. State Line Road. There we go. There you go. He's traveling down State Line Road. And as he was going into a village, 10 men who had leprosy met him. Now, I mentioned this earlier. Leprosy was like this horrible disease that affected the skin. And literally parts of your body would start falling off. There was no cure. If you had leprosy in their day, you were ostracized. You were marginalized. They made you stay in another part of town because it's highly contagious. And you had to hang out there with all of those people just waiting to die. The, the tragic part was that you could you felt no pain. And so parts of your body would be burnt or hurt and you wouldn't know it. Mm-hmm. It was a pitiful, uh, a painful uh, way to live. And a lot of people had leprosy. So Jesus is going down state route, you know, state line road, and these ten guys have leprosy and they meet him. And in in their day, they're supposed to call out that they have leprosy, and that's exactly what they did here. They stood at a distance, which they were supposed to do, and called out in a loud voice, "Jesus, Master, have pity on us." So they kind of know they're walking the way of Jesus. They run into Jesus. This is a great thing. It wasn't a coincidence. It was providence. These guys recognize. If I want to get better, I'm going to have to call out to Jesus. Some of you in Eagle Country, whatever your disease is, it may not be leprosy, but it's something, you got to call out to Jesus to have pity on you to, to get your healing. So when he saw them, and Jesus always sees you, he sees you even though I don't see you in Eagle Country tonight, he saw them, he said, go show yourself to the priest 
And as they went, they were cleansed. So notice the cleansing, the healing took place when they went in faith to the priest. And uh, uh, this is just such a powerful text, and I hope a lot of preachers will preach on it, uh, you know, Thanksgiving weekend. It'll be good for them. Now, all of them, all of them were healed. Now, check this out, verse 15, end of the story. One of them, just one out of ten, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God in a loud voice. When you're healed, you're like excited about it. You're Mm going to worship. You're going to be loud about it. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Ah, a couple unique things here. One, only one guy out of ten had enough gratefulness to come back and say thank you. Number two, the guy that the least likely guy to come back to Jesus to the Jew was he was a Samaritan. That, that he, he had lots of reasons not to come back. Remember, Jews and Samaritans, they don't get along. He was a Samaritan. And Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. So I think his healing became permanent. That's me reading into the text here. But I think that question Jesus posed is important for Thanksgiving weekend here. Uh, Where are the other nine? Uh, I'm ashamed to admit it that without making a gratitude list, sometimes I'm like the nine, even though I got healed and you did too. And sometimes I'm like, I don't go back to Jesus and say thank you. Mm -hmm. And a lot of you listen and maybe you've been in that 90% that forget how blessed you are. And hopefully this show has helped kind of guide you back to be the one. You want to be the one in this case that's thankful and grateful, uh, no matter what your issue or disease. So uh, I guess it's, it's, it's great. Our church uh, uh, learned about this this morning at Whitewater Crossing. You can check that out online because it's, it's just such a powerful story. So I think uh, on this Thanksgiving weekend, if you would just simply make a start journaling. That's what I just gave to you. This gratitude list is a, a journal. Learn to thank God regularly. I, I, I think you should get up in the morning saying, God, thank you. I'm alive. Thank you for a new day. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, it's kind of like, uh, you know, bedtime reflection. God, thank you for all the things that happened today. Or there are things that happened or didn't happen uh, to you that you should be grateful for, that you will never know till you get to heaven. Like maybe an accident that was avoided that God took care of you. You didn't even know it, but he He, he intervened and he, he, he helped you and you, you're in the one instead of the nine. So whatever it is that, that you need to do to be thankful to God again, I, I think that's the lesson of the weekend. And on this Thanksgiving weekend, I think it'll, it'll help you. Are you ready for my joke of the week? Oh, and it I kind am. Of, it's kind of sad. I know. I can tell you're excited. Anyway, <laughs> the I think it's something to be thankful for. And uh, for those of you who grew up Catholic, I know there's a bunch of us in uh, Eagle Country. Uh, you'll like this because it's a Pope joke. You can't get, beat a good Pope <laughs> joke. So I heard the story about the Pope who just arrived back at an airport from a trip abroad. And after getting all the Pope's luggage into the limo, the limo driver noticed that the Pope was just standing there. He wouldn't get in the car in the back where he's supposed to. He said, uh, excuse me, you know, you're holding this. What's wrong? Well, the Pope said, they never let me drive back at the Vatican, and I really like to drive this car today. So reluctantly, after persistence, the driver said, okay. And so the Pope got behind the steering wheel, 
you know, the chauffeur driver got, got, got in the back. And, boy, that drive, that chauffeur driver regretted his decision immediately because the, the pawn of he, – he just – it's like a free kid, like a teenager. He'd never been behind a wheel. He got that limo going about 105 miles an hour. He's speeding down the road. Got pulled over by a policeman. The Pope stops. He rolls down the window. The cop approaches. Cop tapes one look at him and goes back to his motorcycle and radios the dispatcher. Hey, I got a problem. I got to talk to the chief. What is it? He said, I just pulled over an important person. <laughs> well, write, write him a ticket, the chief said. No, I don't, I don't think we can do that. I mean, this guy's important. Well, really? Is he more important than the mayor? Absolutely. Is he is he bigger than the governor? Absolutely. Well, how big is he bigger than the prime minister of Italy? Absolutely. Well, who is it? So I don't know who he is, but the Pope is his chauffeur. Uh, <laughs> now, <laughs> so you all can tell that around your holiday Christmas season now, you know. And uh, so I, I have much to be grateful for. I don't have a chauffeur, and uh, I don't have a limo driver, but. Uh, when God is your co-pilot, it's a wonderful thing. And uh, we're grateful to come into your heart and your homes each week here with Rev. And uh, I hope that you will stay faithful, stay tuned in. I hope you'll frequent Mark Crimer, have your limo driver take you down there uh, sometime to share a, a good meal. And uh, we uh, we look forward to coming to you again. Come visit us at church. I mean, it's going to be Christmas time here pretty soon. This is the time when a lot of people go um, yeah it is and true. hopefully you stay after the holidays with us because it's definitely uh rewarding it's and worth the visit isn't it? it is absolutely i happen to know some of the sermon series for next year maybe we could talk about that at a future show uh, i happen to know the preacher at the whitewater crossing church and he's he all had, right he's okay he's, he's all right he's a good, humble guy humble guy but good looking but humble and anyway <laughs> i we got to tell you some of the series coming up but we are thankful for you this whole sermon uh this whole message uh this whole mantra tonight from the rev show has really been about gratefulness and having an attitude of gratitude we hope we uh, made you smile and we hope that we provided that for you. So till we talk again, this is David and Lori signing off from your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3. Thank you so much for joining us tonight on Rev. David and I pray that this show has revved up your life, your faith, and your work week. Find out more about Sunday service times, youth programs, and how to plan your visit to Whitewater Crossing at whitewatercrossing.org and click on the New Here tab. Our show is blessed by Crimer's Beer House on State Route 128 in Cleves. I'm Lori Enright. Please join us next Sunday at 7 p.m. for Rev with Pastor David Vaughn, only on your hometown radio station, Eagle Country 99.3.